So thank you for coming back for another episode of Luke and Alex. We're happy to have you. Happy you got through one episode and wanted to hear another one. Um, we're happy to listen to a second one. We are happy to have them on the podcast. They were great. Um, I plan to actively share the data from the first part of their episode to the second part to let them know how many people did not return to hear their second part. You know what I mean? Because... Actually, everybody, if you could turn off now and undownload so we can bully them about it later, please do. Yeah, if you guys want to be a part of a really elaborate joke that really just hinders us in the long run, let's go. Um, Enjoy part two. That leads me to my next question. We were at a meeting the other day and the conversation of the game two truths and a lie came up mm. i think it should be just three lies just just tell us three lies um about yourself but we thought what might be more interesting is what is the one truth you wish was a lie and what is the one lie you wish was true Hmm. So what's one thing that actually happened to me that I wish was a lie in my life? (laughs) Or like you would, what's the truth you would use like to trick people? Because it's just so outlandish. You're like, that's got to be a lie. Like me being scared of cotton balls. Yeah. Got to be a lie. Yeah. I I feel like one for me that I'm always able to tell people like, well, that's bullshit. Is that um, I lived in Amish country. Most people, they hear that like, there's no fucking way that happened, but it's the truth. I lived in Amish country for three months on an acting gig um, in the summer of 2018. So that would probably, I mean, I'm not embarrassed of that, but like, it's usually when you, if I'm ever playing two truths and a lie, I always throw it in there because no one's, no one ever believes it, but it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty good stumper. I'll have to think of one, I guess, lie that I wish was true, but I'll kick it to Alex in the meantime. I'll go with, uh, yeah, the truth that I, I wish was a lie was that I lived in a tool shed for nine summers, um, which is that the housing at the outdoor drama Tecumseh loved my time there, but the housing is literally a tool shed. Um, so picture a tool shed in your backyard, put a bed in it, <laughs> And that's what I lived in. Uh, so I wish that I wish that was a lie, but boy, did it make make me hardy in all living situations. Yeah, yeah, you get good at living anywhere when you do shit like that. And of course, you'd complain about it to the old timers, and they would say, "Well, it used to be tents." And I'm like, "That's not. That doesn't make it better for me now." Right. Well, that's just in general. You gotta hate when people say that. We always want to make it better for people. We don't care that it was worse before. We just want to keep making it better. And that's what's, that's, I mean, that's what makes us not, what? Racist. Boomers. Conservative was where I oh. was looking. But oh. um, so both sorry. of those are also true. Uh, lie, think... that I, lie that I wish was true is uh, would be um, I've, I've won a World Series of Poker Bracelet. A bracelet? What's it look like? It, I mean, it's, you know, it's gaudy. There's diamonds on it. It's like a little nameplate. But it usually comes with a prize of several hundred thousand to a million dollars. So I, mm. I do wish that was true. I'd take a million. Well, I'd take a I'd take hundred thousand. 
here we go again. Just name it. I'll take a thousand dollars. If somebody just wants to write me a check for a thousand dollars, I will accept it. One dollar, Bob. Yeah, but you won seven high school state championships, Luke, when you were playing for the uh, Flying Pirates. Remember? That's true. And I bet a lot of money on our team. So you did. You were the Pete Rose of high school baseball. You were the Pete Rose of high school baseball. I think uh, one lie that I wish and was I'll do true. Do it again. I, good for you, Pete. I think uh, one lie that it, that I wish was true, and it is there is a hint of truth to it. When I was a kid, one time I was probably fourth or fifth grade. My mm-hmm. parents heard like a radio ad being like, "Do you have a child that could be on the next Nickelodeon?" Blah blah blah. Well, if so, bring them here on this day and see if they got what it takes to be on whatever. And they brought me to some like scam. pretty like similar, but it was it was like. Um, it was like a like a child audition to be on TV thing or whatever, and uh, I remember I actually went in for an audition. And I remember the hook that they got you while you were like in the waiting room. They said it was like the place that Drew Barrymore got her start from, yeah. and then I remember they had a bunch of Drew Barrymore like pictures like plastered all over the waiting room, and then I had to go in to the like a side room with my parents, and I had to do a Coca Cola commercial. Um, and I remember then they're like, okay, great. If like if we like what we see, we'll give you a call and we'll like get you set up with some representation or whatever. I remember thinking I crushed it. And then I remember like for days waiting to hear something from my parents being like, did you hear anything? Did you hear anything? Am I going to be on Slime Time Live or not? And I remember eventually they got a call uh, from the people being like, yeah, we really like Lou. We'd like to bring him on or whatever. But it was a fucking scam. And they're like, all you got to do is pay $9,000 for these couple of acting courses and then we'll get him in. And I remember my parents telling me, and I was so let down. So I guess, not that it was my parents' fault. I don't blame them for not spending the money. But I remember just being like, it was one of the first times in my life being like, oh, man, I thought that was going to be my big break. So I guess one lie that I wish was true was that the, I think it was called like the John Casablanca Institute wouldn't have been so full of shit. It would have given me my first big break that I rightfully deserved. I I love that you just name dropped that because yes, that is a well-known scam agency like in the community. Yeah. I want to say it was called the John Casablanca something, whatever. And I just remember the the name Casablanca was in the title and that when you walked into the building, Drew Barrymore, there was like pictures of like E.T. and 50 First Dates, Charlie's Angels. And yeah, it was just like. Incredible of them to use Drew Barrymore as this is where she got her start because Drew Barrymore is the granddaughter of John Barrymore. (laughs) Comes from one of the preeminent acting families in America. John Barrymore was the greatest American (laughs) Hamlet to ever live. Yes. No, no, no. Drew had to get her start. Drew went to the mall (laughs) and got discovered by John (laughs) Casablanca. Because of John If I could change my name right now in this chat to John Casablanca, I would. And I might even try to in the next few minutes. You're you're more than welcome. If um if I may, I'm going to shift channels here. So you wanted to do this like sort of thing most of your life. Luke, did you guys have any dream jobs growing up besides like acting slash Yeah. I mean it, it all comes back to acting for me or performing or comedy or whatever. I did wholeheartedly think that when I was in high school, I thought that by the time I turned 24, I would be on SNL. I believe that with every fiber and bone in my body. Um, How many years you got to make that happen, Luke? Negative three. All right. (laughs) Almost there. I got to, I got to get it figured out. Um, But uh, growing up outside of acting, there was a year 
where I wanted to be a firefighter um, because I saw the John Travolta, Joaquin Phoenix movie, Ladder 49. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's brave stuff right there. I got to become a firefighter. And then I think prior to that, I also wanted to be a pirate because I saw the first parts of the Caribbean. And uh, prepare for him to go through that phase again as he rewatches all the movies. Yeah. By the time five comes around, you'll see me wearing a pirate's hat. And yeah, definitely. Um, and then I, there was also, it's kind of in the same realm of performing. There was like two or three years in early high school where I wanted to be a WWE wrestler. Um, yeah. That was so, yeah, the, the, the sequence of events was like, I always wanted to be an actor. There was like six months I wanted to be a pirate, six months I wanted to be a firefighter, like two years I wanted to be a wrestler. And then I was like, God damn, I'm not going to do any of those. I guess I'll try acting. That sounds the most realistic. And then John Casablanca has just continued to haunt me to this very day. Wow. What about honestly, you, Alex? Honestly, I've just always dreamed of selling uh, banner advertisements on the world's largest theater website. <laughs> uh, so, just over here living the dream. No, I, I would say that I went That's through... That's why I mean, you make more money than me. <laughs> that right there. Um, I would say it's... Uh, I went through the, you know, the astronaut phase, uh, and then... Then and you then, learned NASA was fake. Then I learned that, yeah, I, I should go into film so that I can actually, you know go to the moon and then i probably probably the, the most serious close was was like doctor lawyer outside of this and i think that you know I, I, as most actors uh and writers do going like you know i could just shove all this to the side and go be a lawyer and make a lot more money yeah still think that many times a day I'm like, I could do it. It's like, I should just go into entertainment law. I negotiate enough damn contracts as it is. Right? It's like, might as well. Might as well I'll... get a, a several hundred dollar hourly rate to do it. <laughs> When's it become a conflict of interest, though? You know what I mean? Can you negotiate yourself if you're a lawyer? Probably. Always. Always. I love that. If you could be a spokesperson for any brand... What would it be if you could if you could be like the influencer for it right now? Probably some kind of like cold brew or energy drink for me because I'm a caffeine person lately again. I would probably be a spokesperson for any type of bipolar medication at this point. I mean... A good spokesperson. Someone's got to be the face of it, and it's going to be Selena Gomez or me. Those are the only two options as of late. Yes. It can't be Kanye. Well, it certainly no. could be, but I don't know how well that's going to sell. <laughs> We've got to get a positive spin on this real quick. Listen, you or Selena Gomez, that's literally a win. Like That's what I'm saying. Selena Gomez is... It's so we have to. It's what do we want to be a spokesperson of for something that we're really passionate about? No, yeah, a brand sure, or a, a brand. brand. You could be like I mean, Taco Bell. I'm really passionate about NASA and upholding our values that the moon landing <laughs> did happen, um, and that we did win the space race, and that Matt Damon is still eating his poop potatoes. Um, so I would probably be a spokesperson for for NASA. I've actually been putting the ass in NASA uh, for many years many years um but for real what would i want to be a spokesperson of um i'd probably be pretty good at like honestly like give me a 
a Chili's commercial. I could probably rock that. I mean, do a Chili's commercial right now. The yeah. voiceover. Chili's commercial. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back ribs. Yeah, something like that. Nice. I do that. Buffalo Wild Wings too. I had a voiceover commercial. I was gonna almost be a, um, a voiceover for uh, uh I can't think of the name. The Screaming Sicilian Pizza. I can't, but I can't think of what uh the, uh the uh, what is it? the uh the like the pizza brand is. But that was like what it was called. Uh, was it Palermo's? I want to say it might have been Palermo's. Mm. And I got to the the last round, and they went another direction. But that could have been me. Talking about screaming Sicilian pizzas. They went with Drew Barrymore. I know. <laughs> John Casablanca continues to just continues to haunt Mike. John Casablanca is the sole reason why I'm not on SNL right now. Yeah, he fucked you. He yep. called Lauren and he said, mm-hmm. "Don't ever, don't ever hire this kid." Yep. Never his, hire this his kid. Parents his parents are cheap. His parents didn't <laughs> want to give us sixteen thousand dollars. This man will never work again in the business. <laughs> Well, quick way to weed them out. What about I'm, you, Alex? I'm going to go with True Classic Tees, which is uh, the, the T-shirt brand that I'm actually actively wearing right now. It is uh, cut for gentlemen that are, you know, they work out, but maybe don't have the six-pack abs. Maybe they're a little bit fluffy, so to speak. Ooh. Uh, so it's a little bit tighter through the chest and in the arms to accentuate those areas, a little bit looser in the stomach to to obscure the fluffiness incredible um and I, I i swear to you i put one on for the first time went to a yankees game met my friend Stuart outside the stadium and the first thing he says to me goes you've been working out that's a good ad that is that's a good an ad. ad cut it clip that's it right there hire sure. so true classic tees available wherever shirts are sold old Very navy nice actually speaking of old navy on the internet i don't think you can buy them retail um, I don't mean to be rude, but I have to urine. So if you guys could talk for 60 seconds, feel free to make fun of me whenever I'm gone. I just have to pee like a racehorse. Bring the mic. Okay. Take the mic with you. I'll bring the camera too. Please do. It'll just be a chilly to the sound of urination. <laughs> what are you most looking forward to at Disney when you go next month, Alex? Ooh, uh, so uh, my wife and I are annual pass holders at Walt right. Disney World. Uh, so I've been quite frequently in the last year, mm-hmm. but uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster has recently opened, and so I'm very excited to get on that for the first time, which will be a uh, interesting for my wife, who is prone to motion sickness, mm-hmm. and they recently had to add extra trash cans to the exit area of the ride for people to relieve themselves as they leave. Wait, I have something to say in case your poor wife needs this. Is it one of the roller... Is it like an actual roller coaster? Or is it one where it's like the motion sickness because you have the video in front of you? Do you know what I'm talking about? I believe it is yes and. I believe Mm. it is both things. Okay. And it does like do some spinning. Mm -hmm. And I like mostly what I've read is that if you like keep your eye on where the track is going... Yeah, you should be okay. I was gonna say what I do is I shut my eyes, and you really the jostling then doesn't bother you because the whole thing is is your horizon moving. So if you shut your eyes, usually I end up not yakking. I still will get a little sick, but she's got to get those fancy glasses. Yeah, she does. Duct tape them to her head for the ride. 
That's honestly what I was thinking about. What are we talking? Sorry. Currently talking the Guardians coaster at Walter Elias Disney World. Ooh, I hear good things. Very excited to try it. Question is, what are you most excited for when you go next month? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm going to sound like such a nerd. It is probably either Guardians or it is going to be the Epcot nighttime show Harmonious. I'm a Mm. big sucker for a Disney nighttime show. I get very nostalgic, very weepy. Makes me think I'm a little kid again with like my grandparents. Um, but yeah, I probably. Which I'd is probably why I'll that. be standing next to Luke. Yes, Alex uh, is my grandfather. Tom will be on the other side of it. Yes. So we'll Alex's two, favorite two movie is also people. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, really? As I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's right at the top. No, yeah, I'd say probably the Guardians Coast will be pretty cool. Um. We're eating at a restaurant one night called Ohana. Maddie Lego, I know, is familiar with it. It is probably one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. It is just all-you-can-eat steak, chicken, pork, shrimp. I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, so I probably any one of those three, depending on what day I'm at, how I'm feeling. I'd, I'd say probably today I'd say the Harmonia show. I'm very excited to see that. Yeah, I love the nighttime shows. That's my favorite part of Disney. I'm a big nerd for that stuff, so I'm yeah. I'm, I'm eager to see it. And a lot they of got rid of the one at Animal Harmonious. Kingdom. I like Harmonious, which is a, a quasi Disney hot take in the mm. in the Disney Twitter community. The Disney Twitter community is vicious. Most like like every other community in the world, there are people who are just vicious and hate everything. Yeah. You have a Disney only Twitter account. Follow at Dislennial on Twitter. Oh. I like That's, that. Oh, are you? You have another account, do you? I have. I have a. I have a secret Disney Twitter account. You have a Disney Oops. burner account. I love That's it. Nice. That's awesome. Do you guys? I have a question. Do you guys have a favorite Disney attraction ride? whatever you want to call it, that's not been built in like the last five years, like one of the more classic ones. What's your favorite? Mine. Mine's a cop out because mine would be. Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom, but that came out like in 2005 or six. That's so a great ride, though. Yeah, it's I mean, great, it was awesome. Ride. But if you're talking like that old school Disney feel, that like, you know, something that opened with like the first 10 years of the parks be opening, once again, I sound like a stand because I am, but it'd be Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm, that's fair. That's, to- yeah. I mean, isn't that what the whole series is based on? So obviously yeah, it, it was. The, yeah. Yeah. I would probably Makes go sense. to. Uh, uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad as my as my choice for that. I think it's just a very, very fun coaster. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one, too. Uh, I'm not going classic. I'm going Tower of Terror because yep. it is my favorite. Yeah. Oh. That one is awesome. Right. That ride is good. And actually, if we're keeping it in like the vein of like late 90s, early 2000s, I mean, Soren is... Soren's so good. Soren is Soren is Soren at the top of my list. I will say that's I've only gone on that once because I thought it was scary and it's not scary. And I'm not a roller coaster person, but I went on that and I was like, this is phenomenal. I wish I would have done that every time I've gone. Yeah, I'm I'm sad to say this, and I don't mean to call them out because I, I don't even know if they're gonna listen, but I know Sean will because he's editing it. But the last time we went as a group in the spring of 2021, we went to Epcot for one day and Tom Souls and Sean Young, they weren't, they didn't dislike it. I just don't think they liked it as much as the rest of us. That's but fair. I think 
I don't want to speak for Tom and Sean on this, but I feel like they would have put it more towards like the bottom of their list and mm. or be like, so for example, Tom has pretty much said on this next trip, he will only be going on it once and to not go on, will not go on it again. And I think that's a bit harsh, but you know, then again, well, he's senile and he needs to go home and nap at four o'clock. You know, I get it. I get now it. In the realm of like old school, boring rides. Let's talk about living with the land. Ooh. Oh, that yeah. Got. That's a fun one, though. That's you like classic, it or don't? I do like it. It's classic. It's exactly what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to grab a quick, quick snack from the from the side. Just reach <laughs> over, grab, grab, grab a zucchini. Yep. That's I'm a good one. Silly. Have There's you guys my... done the? Sorry, Luke. You're fine. Sorry. I was Go just going to ask if you guys have ever done the like behind the scenes. Disney tours at all because they go behind the scenes of the land um, one and it's supposed to be really awesome. I have not. Do you know the name of that tour? Because it's a great, great pun. Mm-hmm. No, you tell me. It is the behind the scenes tour. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. No, that's um, I continuously and I'll, I'll drop the hint again here to my wife that that is oh. a, a behind the scenes tour at Walt Disney World is one of the things I would love for a birthday or Christmas present. I would right. probably do behind the scenes Clip it, Sean. before I'd want to do behind Just send the it scenes. directly to her. Yeah, you know where to go. Um, I don't have there's not really a ride for me that I like hate with a burning passion. There are rides I will skip because I'm like, I don't want to go on the teacups and have it and have a headache for the rest of the day. But I don't necessarily hate that. I just know I can't do it because I will be miserable for the rest of my day. Like, there are some rides that I think aren't great, but, like, you know, with any fan base, there's things that people love and then they hate with a burning passion. I don't have that one that I hate with a burning passion. That's good. That's like good, there's though. Just, there's you know just some I mean? I'll skip and be like, yeah, it's not really for me, Like, but I don't think it's the worst thing to ever happen to the world. Also, at the end of the day, it is a theme park. There are a lot more horrible issues in the world than being like, I just can't get on board with Cali River Rapids. And it's like, who cares? I mean, you know, just is what it is, but... Yeah, I agree. What are your hot takes about Disney baseball life? Give us some hot takes. You've given us a few good hot takes so far. I think, oh, you know what? I have a hot take. It's not really a hot take. It's just the point I'd like to make. And I'm going to bring it back to Disney. There's a lot of people on social media who like to make fun of Disney adults. Now, granted, I do think there's different levels and tiers. I We are technically Disney adults, Alex, but I don't think we're mm-hmm. like those crazy Disney adults that will mm-hmm. like push over a three-year-old to get a picture with Timon. Like I would never, right. ever do that in my life, but there are adults out there that would do that. And I think those people, it's like, come on, let's like, you know, chickity, chickity, check yourself before you riggity, riggity, wreck yourself. That's but what I'm saying. I don't appreciate being judged by other adults that are still going to music festivals in their late twenties, early thirties. If you're going to make fun of me for going to Disney world and I'm around that age, you can't be going to Lollapalooza, Coachella, Stagecoach, wherever the fuck you're going, dressing up like it's slutty Halloween for four days. And then saying that I've got an issue, you know, you can't go get it. You can't get blacked out of your mind in the middle of a goddamn desert for 72 hours, then show up to work on a Monday and be like, I'm professional again. I think you can't have it both ways. 
I think we just have to let people do what they want to do. There's lines, there's extremes with every kind of fan base and group. But if you're going to make fun of me for being a Disney adult, and then you're going to also then go get blacked out drunk at, you know, Riot Fest or whatever the next big, you know, mosh party dance EDM bullshit is and dress you like you know a lot of festivals, Luke. Well, that's because I go to all them because <laughs> that's why I'm, I'm a card carrying member. I mean, if you're going to dress up like you are an extra from Mad Max Fury Road for three days straight and then make fun of me because I like to drink around the world at Epcot, I think you need to look in the mirror. Mm. Mic drop. I love it. That's a great hot take. I'll stay in the world of Disney as well while we're here. Um, I think that children should not be allowed at Epcot after 3 p.m. Oh, my God. That is such a great... I've never heard that. That's... That Let him come in. Take. Let him come in for the morning. Hang out early afternoon. But three o'clock, get them out because there are just way too many children having meltdowns because they're too hot and bored at Epcot. But by Who's three p.m., right? plenty of time to get the rides in. Plenty of time to meet Elsa. Ship them on out after that. Let I the rest it. of us wander and eat our food and drink our drinks. I love it. I love it. That's they great. should at least, that. that's honestly a really good idea. They should at least have times where they have adult only Epcot or it's something. Like adult like, only hours would be like do adult so swim. Well. Yeah. Adult Epcot. Yep. I love it. They, they, honestly, they don't even need to, they could even push it back later in the day. Cause like if the park's open until nine o'clock, if they even want to go like six to nine or seven to nine, I would be like, yeah, that's fine. As long as there's no kids run, that'd be great. Or even, you know, do do your nighttime show at like eight or nine and then keep Epcot open. Just even just the like during a festival the keep the mm-hmm. food and wine booths open from like nine to eleven. Oh, yeah. Now, it are we sense. saying the age limit where we're cutting off the kids from getting to go? Are we saying you got to be like 21 and older, 18 and older? Do you have to have a driver's 21. license and older? I think 21. I like 21, too. I do. It's like, you know, you got to have you got to get into the bars, you know, I mean, I think 18. I think 18 because you'll have kids that would go, I don't know. It's tough. But even the, so. The the older I get, the higher I want that number to be. <laughs> 30 and older. 30 and 25. <laughs> if you can't run a car, you can't come here during our adult hours. <laughs> Listen, there's still a fair share of miserable adults at Disney. That's true. The kids suck, but so do the adults. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I mean, bring it back to my point. There are definitely the hardcore Disney adult fan base that they go like, yeesh, like maybe, you know, uh, you know, maybe find another hobby for a little bit or something. I mean, not judging, but a little bit judging. Uh, but also another hot take as well. Parents need to stop bringing their kids to Disney if they've still got their umbilical cord attached to them. There are far too many right out of the womb babies at Disney for my liking. I understand it's, it's definitely marketed as a family and for kids and all that stuff, but your baby that still has placenta, uh, you know, does, does, I mean, Hey, bringing it back, you know, they don't, uh, they don't, uh, they don't need that. You know, we don't, we don't need that. They can't do anything there. Exactly. Like my sister, my sister just had a, a beautiful baby, my beautiful niece, Camila, and she is now four months old or almost five months old. My sister said she won't consider even bringing her till she's five or six. So I say that's yeah. a fair, that's a very fair and appropriate age. I agree. You can start doing some stuff with them. You'll still get the cool memory pictures, but you know, 
and they actually may remember some of it. Um, yep, yeah, exactly. Do you prefer tight baseball pants or loose baseball pants? Ooh. I think the tight ones are better because butts. I mean, I, I, I'm all about broadening the appeal of the game. And so I think the tight baseball pants are what, what do that for us. I, you know, when I was playing baseball, I felt like, feel like style and like flashiness wasn't a thing. Like now I feel like the game is flashier and more stylish than ever. So now I feel like tight baseball pants are in, but when I played, it was definitely baggier pants. So since I don't like change, I'd probably go baggy, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not opposed to, to tight baseball pants. Nice. They should I play without tight. pants. Mm. Oh, there we oh. go. Hey, now there's a hot take. That's, That's a hot take. That you is can, a hot take. Hot take. You can catch pantsless baseball at Epcot during adult only hours. So <laughs> they're going to sell so many tickets if mm-hmm. we're on the team yep. for marketing and planning. And well, it's pitch. interesting because you, you think about it like they do have after hours events at mm-hmm. other parks. Like, yeah, yeah I. I would do an Epcot after hours event if I was assured that there would be no children. They have to have run those numbers. You would think, but then, you know, there's going to be the mom of four from Des Moines, Iowa, who's pissed off that she came here for the one time ever with her kids and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, you know, so they got to try to make it more. I mean, and then if also, on the other hand, if they want to do a thing where it's like kids only, from like, you have to be under 21 to go. So no parents. It's just kids. Parents have to drop them off. They get to run around for like four hours. It's like picking them up at a birthday party. Let them run to Chuck E. Cheese. And the parents come pick them up. And then it's like adult adult Disney after. We might have just given them a billion dollar with a B idea. Bob Jacob, Josh DeMero, give us a call. Yep. We can't Trademark. even go either. We'll be like, all right, well, I guess we got to hang out. At the hotel, I mean, we can't, we're, we're all over 21. Can't make it. Do you think college athletes should be paid? Yes. Yes. Do you think college artists should be paid? Yes. No. Why? Uh, there's The revenue generation is not there. Whose fault is that, though? I mean, and, and honestly, like... Capitalism. Like, I don't think that, uh, you know, the, the non-revenue-generating sports necessarily should be, like, paid directly by the university, but they should be able to go out and yeah. uh, get paid for their skill, much like college artists are able to do currently. Absolutely. You can go get a summer stock job. If you're a college swimmer, you can't. you previously could not go out and teach swimming during right. the summer. Which is wild. Yeah, it's yeah. like the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. I'm like, who? How is that corrupting? I think artists should definitely be paid, but do I think I should be paid as much as you know the starting quarterback on whatever big fancy school's at, football team that at I'm Western attending? Western Illinois University. You should. Well, then I actually probably should. That's I actually, what I'm saying. I I should actually probably be paid more. Um, to be quite honest with you. But I think I think a little something something for the artist would be good. Just a little little motivation. I mean, you know, I know athletes are on a pretty jam packed schedule, sun sunrise to sundown, but so are so are actors and artists. I mean, we went to class, you worked, 
five to six days out of the week, you were in rehearsals from seven to 10. Um, while everyone else was going to the bars and going to dollar bottles, you were getting ready to go rehearse the Tempest or whatever. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think there's a little something, I don't think it should be a lot, but a little. Yeah. I feel that. And I guess sort of that came back in like talent grants or scholarships or things for artists, but there's never enough in the arts. Well, what I would counter is that that should be more of a uh, course credit, more readily available for your show participation than so you're taking one less class of some kind. Yeah. We got gypped on our talent grants, though. That is not a word you're supposed to say anymore, Luke. Talent grants? Gypped. Oh, what? You can't say gypped anymore? No, because you're referencing the gypsies. The Romani You can't say gypsy anymore? No, for years, Luke. For years. I'm going to have to bleep all this. We got to bleep all of this now. Okay. Sean, Emmett. Well, we got our talent grants taken away from us. They... See, there you go. That was good. Was... I didn't know. I didn't know you could say that that one word. I I was I'm learning something new every day. That's great. Thank God. And lighten, and lighten the f up. Luke. And lighten the f up. Who if said that? A gypsy. You, uh... <laughs> Luke. Oh. Changing questions here. Uh, if you could create a new major league baseball team, what city slash state would you put it in, and what would the mascot be? That's all a, up to you. That's a great question. Uh, baseball uh, team. I would add another one to New York because they don't have enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I if I grew up like in the uh, the north is it is the northwest region? You know, that'd be states like Montana, North Dakota, mm-hmm. South Dakota, Wyoming. They gotta have a baseball team out there. I feel like like there's no real professional sports in those areas i mean you got you, you got the utah jazz but everything else is pretty much collegiate in those regions mm-hmm. um so i think there's definitely got to be some sort of sports team out there i mean honestly but, Luke, my, my my very first thought was omaha nebraska is yeah i mean that works and that's and and the home of the college world series right. so there's that, that's a, a great stadium and a baseball too. presence mm-hmm. yep yep i would yeah I, I i don't know the exact team name or the mascot but uh, i would name them after uh the oracle of omaha Warren Buffett, and they would be the Omaha Buffets. I would put a team in Utah, and they would be called, and they'd be the Mitt Romneys, and then the logo would be a baseball mitt with Mitt Romney's hairline in the middle of the mitt. The Mitt Romneys. Okay, Luke, here's the question. Okay. Would the Mitt Romneys be best placed in Utah, where he is currently the senator in Massachusetts, where he was previously the governor, or in the great state of Michigan, where he grew up and his father was the governor. Hmm. Well, I don't want to go Massachusetts because they got the Red Sox in Boston. Uh, by the way, Boston is currently beating the Tigers three to one in the bottom of would, the fifth. Or would the love to get a professional baseball team in the great state of Michigan. That's true. That's true. I'll go. <laughs> I'll, I'll go Utah. I'm trying to help the Mormons out. I mean, I know they like basketball, but come on, they gotta. Luke, you can't say that word anymore. You can't say Mormons? No, basketball. Oh, gotcha. So basketball, Mormons, and that... No, no, Mormon is okay. You can, you can still say Mormon. You can't say basketball, though. Correct. Gotcha. Wait a minute. So then, when I listen to the Hunchback of Notre Dame soundtrack, 
And anytime Judge Claude Frollo says the word gypsy, am I supposed to not say that? Well, well, you notice he's the villain. Right. Yeah. So villains like, say guess, bad words sometimes. But like, I guess the point I'm getting at, like when I listen to a song by like Tupac or Snoop Dogg or NWA, there's a certain word I will not say because it's inappropriate. Correct. I have to give that G word the same, as, same treatment as that other word, correct? Hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. This is something I've just learned. Well, I'm glad we're here to, uh, you know, help make that happen. I've been educated. Thank you, everybody. Would you say you are all caught up? Apparently not. He would not. He no, would not he's say not. That. He would, he's I would not say saying he's, that. He's all caught up. This is this is good. This is how we learn. This is how we learn. That's what we're here for. Helping you learn. Luke, who's your hero? Oh. This is, I mean, probably my father and my grandfather, I'd say. I mean, it's kind of a cliche, cheesy answer, but I mean, I do look up to both okay. those gentlemen. Um, yeah, I'd probably go those guys. I love them. They're good people. Love it. Alex, same question to you. Yeah, I'm going to go with my my uh, maternal grandfather. My paternal grandfather died before I was born. Um, <laughs> so that the great stories uh, that I heard of him, he, I would include him on the list, though I never met him. But then my mom's dad, uh, I, I frequently think whenever I'm doing something like this, just the fact that I'm on a podcast, um, he would be tickled by it. He would listen to it. Uh, and he would tell everybody he ever met about it. And uh, he was just a, just a shining light in, in the world that I hope I can be, too. Mm-hmm. That's that was nice. That was really nice. Those were both good answers. That was very touching. I don't really have like a a public figure hero. Like I know a lot of people like you know were inspired by you know Nicholas Abraham Cage. Lincoln or Rosa Parks or yeah you know mm-hmm. like Same I I just don't I don't have one of those. That's I wish fair. I did, but I don't. I mean. You don't. Your family is is equally valid in being yeah. your hero. I think mm-hmm. because they're present in your life and actually have made an impact that you like can tangibly, you know, mm-hmm. watch and yeah. experience. I have a good question for you guys, but I hope you do not answer with a family member. Um, did you ever have a coming of age crush? Or a celebrity crush? Anything like that growing up? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Luke. Uh, Alex Freeman was mine growing up. (laughs) I just saw him in his tight baseball pants, and that's what did it for me. I didn't even play baseball. I I know. That's the weirdest part. No. He just Uh, wore the pants. (laughs) uh, Maddie actually might know this. do Do you know who this is, Maddie? I think I might. Take a guess. Um... Oh, well, why'd you ask me? It uh, Jennifer Aniston? No, no, no. You're way off. I thought you would have... I thought I'd maybe told you this before. Maybe not. Ashley Tisdale. Oh, oh my I God. did know this. Yeah. I thought she was... I think she still is very, very attractive. But I remember growing up in the high school uh, musical era and everyone was crazed about it. I remember I was like, oh, I don't really like it. But 
deep down actually liked it. I thought they were very catchy movies <laughs> and the songs were phenomenal. And I thought Ashley Tisdale was so hot in the in, in growing up as like a 10-year-old. I thought she was very, very attractive. And I remember my older sister Taylor and my younger brother Steven, they would watch it and they'd be like, Come on, we're watching it. And I would reluctantly be like, All right, fine, I guess I'll watch it. But deep down, I really wanted to watch it because, A, like I said, the music was very catchy. And I knew it meant I could watch Ashley Tisdale for an hour and a half. And I was like, all right, this isn't such a bad setup. I had a huge crush on her growing up. Love that. Can I do two? Yes. Okay. The first one is going to be Taylor Swift. (gasps) Oh, love that. Love that. Uh, The other one is Emma Watson. Love that. On board. With you on both of these. Emma Watson, whose birthday is April 15th. And the reason, April 15th, 1990, the reason I have this committed to memory is because my father's birthday is April 15th. And so it just stuck. No. But I'm one year, one month, and one day older than Emma Watson. Wait, Alex, you know what else is weird? You have the same birthday minus plus a few years of my father. He is Pi Day as well, March 14th. We love Pi Day. Pi Day mm-hmm. is a good birthday. Only recently have I begun to like pie in my life, though. Interesting. I do not like the crust of pie. Big crust guy. That's crust the best part. Makes or breaks the pie. If you get a bad crust, it's over. Sick. I've watched enough Great British Baking Show to know that the crust is really imperative. You know. What is the best pie, though? Do we all do we all have one that we're willing to go to battle with? Because I have mine. Probably, yeah. Okay, should we all say it on the count of three? I think that'll help. That'll definitely make it very clear. Yes. All right. One, two, three. Dutch Pecan. 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 <laughs> no. I said pumpkin. Did you say pineapple, Hannah? No, Dutch caramel apple. Ooh, that's also a good pie. <laughs> okay, that's I also better. like pumpkin pie. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to bash pumpkin pie. Yeah, I, I like pecan pie. Pecan pie. Hannah, what was yours? superior of the it's dutch yeah it is mine was dutch caramel apple pie oh those are good those are really good when they're made in a dutch oven aren't dutch ovens farting and then putting a blanket over your head it is is also it is also an appliance i don't oh i didn't know yeah yeah i don't i i don't recall i wish i I wish I could, but so actually, uh, Hannah, the the action of like farting and covering in the blanket, you're like recreating yeah. the look of a Dutch oven. Oh, and the way that a Dutch oven works. Are you and... guys ever so disgusted with yourself, like just who you are as a human being? Maybe you're just down in the dumps that you Dutch oven yourself just to, like as punishment. I've done it a time or two where I feel like I'm acting like a shitbag, and I'm like, you know what, you deserve this. And no, then I... because I have a husband. And oh. he does that shit for me. You know what I mean? He just like. So he farts and then suffocates you underneath. Oh, absolutely. He might as oh. well be my brother. Like oh. we, marriage is fine. This is getting interesting. Yeah, go on. Is, uh, about, go on more about how you think of your husband as your brother. Well, to be fair, she did say earlier in the episode how she liked her dad's <laughs> mustache. So maybe it is all kind of hereditary. <laughs> there might be something here. And she did grow up in the state of Indiana. All these signs are not looking good for Madeline Claire Lego right now. Listen, I'm from Indiana. Look, you're from the same town as um, one Mike Pence. Uh, do you 
do you also have your husband refer to you as mother? Maddie, for a hundred dollars, would I'm you let sorry. Mike Pence Dutch oven you? <laughs> I would let him do it for one dollar. Wow. Just Alex, say you got to get her a raise at Broadway World. Come yeah, on, that's 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 a <laughs> dollar. That's pretty low. Yeah, I wouldn't just, let anybody Dutch oven me for a dollar. I will. I will bite into an onion like an apple for around eighty dollars, though. We'll take a second bite, even. <laughs> I will. He has. Um. Nice. So Emma Watson and that. I have a I have a I have a bad girl crush from when I was younger too. Oh, let's hear it. This is fun. Avril Lavigne. Oh, oh absolutely. Great one again. I think I grew up at the exact right time for great crushes. Yeah, sure I did. Agree. Yeah. I also, in a close second, had a big crush on Jessica Alba growing mm. up. Got it. She was in Honey. Fair. Good luck, Chuck. The Fantastic Four movies. I mean, 2003 to 2007. That was that was Jessica Alba. I mean, that was her. Those were her years. Jessica Alba Central. Yeah. Yeah. Honey, that's a great, mm-hmm. great flick. Ah, uh, honey. Do 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 do. Ah, sugar, um, sugar. What do you do? You guys know your zodiac signs? I'm a Pisces. Yeah, we're, both Pisces. Are, we're both Pisces. We're both Pisces. Pisces. Yep. Do you guys know your big three? No. I literally, was, I literally was told it the other night, and I do not know it. The big three? What is that? Hannah? Um, your big three is your sun, your moon, and your rising sign. So we would need your information. Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. I got their info, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So do. your son is basically like our birthday yeah. and our social security number, right? That's all you need. Yes. Yeah, That's how you got on the show. That's is the, only the way part you get of the, on the show where you try to sell me cut go knives. Yes. <laughs> hey, our... listen, I got to be honest. My parents bought cut go knives when I was probably 10, 11 years old, and they still to this day use them. So cut go knives are not a joke. I have to be honest. They are not a joke and they're phenomenal and everybody should buy them. The All Cut Up Podcast is brought to you by Cutco. <laughs> we sure should be. Would you guys rather have to sell Cutco knives to your nearest and dearest friends or get Dutch oven by Mike Pence? I would go with the first Dutch one. Oven. I would rather be Dutch oven. Really by Mike would. Pence. Yeah, me too, I think. What's, I the, what's, what's the commission on Cutco knives? Uh... Ooh, that's Not a good enough. Question. Not Honestly, enough. I mean, I bet it is actually pretty. I feel good. like the Mike Pence one would just be much easier. I mean, like rather than having to like, like, all right, guys, I've got this really good product. I think that might benefit you. It's just a quick thirty seconds of getting under the sheets with Mike, with Mike P, and uh, then going, "Good God, man!" I and can't wait till hell, my dad listens to this. Episode. And you get the hell out of there. This, this episode is brought to you by Tom's mustache and a Mike Pence Dutch oven. <laughs> I think I saw that on the Home Shopping Network. All right, wait, guys. I have um, Luke's big, uh, big, big three. three. Let's yes. hear it. 
I thought I did, but maybe I don't. Oh, God, I put it in the wrong thing. So you're a Pisces sun. That's super artsy, you two. Super dreamy. It says his moon is in Taurus. Oh, materialistic. Lazy. Is ascendant and rising the same thing, Maddie? Yeah. Yeah. You were okay, just then getting his, called out, Luke. Yeah. yeah, and then his ascendant is in Leo. Oh, well, that's the fire, baby. That's why you're an extrovert. That's the Luke we know and love. It makes sense. you got a great set of stars, baby. So, you know what's You funny? won't shut up. You're, you are materialistic. <laughs> you're a little lazy. You're a piece of shit. Um. <laughs> I mean, hey, on the inside, you're luxury, baby. You're... Like, you're that earth sign. Treat you know yourself, what? 2007. I will say this. As I'm getting older, I, I don't think I would describe myself as materialistic, but I am slowly but surely starting to think that I do like some of the nicer things in life, whether it's going out to a nice restaurant or, you know, buying a nice pair of shoes or going on a nice trip. Like, I'm, I feel like I'm at the age now where I'm liking to do that stuff more. One Luke, thing, though, Matt, is sitting in a Chili's while you tell us this. <laughs> Yes, but, well, that's because I live here. But. but would you say, Luke, that those things, like when you're doing things that are finer or nicer, you know, that like more luxury experience, do you feel like really good? Like, does that bring you like inner, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, I mean, I, I'm does happy. Does it make you happy? Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of makes me happy. But then I always think, too, like, I don't want to be at a nice restaurant and, someone walk by and be like, oh, what a bougie bitch Luke's turned into. Like, that kind of, like, it makes me self-conscious yeah. in a way. Like, I still think at my core, I'm that Chili's, Budweiser, Luke Chaconis. But as I'm getting older, like, I will admit, like, yeah, I, I like going out to, like, a nice restaurant or, like, you know, buying something nice for myself that I maybe wouldn't have done a few years ago. Or, like, I'm at the perfect age right now where I'm like really getting into, I want to travel all the time. Like as soon as one trip is over, I want to book another and like enjoy Cause I know there's going to be a point in time in my life where I may not be able to do that. And right now I'm in a good position where I can do it and I'm grateful that I can do it. So I'd like to do it, but I don't, I definitely don't think it's a materialistic thing where yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm summering in Capri this year. It's just like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, this is the time in life to do these things. So I want to do it. And then when you said the thing about an extrovert, it's funny I think I'm getting more and more introverted as I'm getting older, which is hilarious. I just said I like to take trips and go out the nice dent, blah, blah, blah. But I think I'm start like I don't need to go to the bars anymore and be out till three o'clock in the morning. I, I actually would rather die than have to do that. Um, it's a it's I'm you not know, quite like I'm not quite like Alex's lovely wife, Holland, where I need to go to bed at nine thirty at night. But like I can call it a night at midnight, twelve thirty, and be like, "Cool, I had a good day today. It's time to call mm -hmm. it call it an evening." Yeah. Good. Um, I got uh, Alex's stuff too. If Alex wants to know his, let's do it. I don't know how specific yours is because we didn't have the birth time. We just had morning. So what it says for you is you are a Pisces sun, as we know. Your moon is in Gemini, mm -hmm. and your Mercury. Which should be your rising, right? Ascendant. Ascendant. Um, is Pisces as well. Wow. Artsy. Two-faced. Artsy. Salesman. A salesman. <gasps> no, the Gemini is not a bad thing. I'm all about an air sign. Yeah, we love an air sign. 
Did you say I'm a Leo? What does Leo mean? It's the fire you said? Luke, can I tell you something? Yeah. Your when your breakdown actually is more accurate to what you are because when I redid your chart, mm-hmm. you are an Aquarius rising, not a Leo. And that makes way more sense about you than a Leo, I think. What's an Aquarius oh, rising? Don't. You don't think because he's an heir? You don't think so? This is no, I think he has Leo rising energy, for sure. Listen, he he's like, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. You're a little mysterious. You I know what I'm saying? Fire. I see fire in him in some way. Sometimes air little... is. But you know? Aquarius is like the weirdo mm-hmm. of the three. Air so I'm materialistic, a piece of shit, and a weirdo? I don't like this Basically. game very much. You're gonzo. Artistic materialistic um alex yours says that you work in contact with the public which feels like that's true because you're a salesperson i do i do indeed and you adapt in all situations and social groups i'd say that's true yeah i would agree you both and i would say like the pisces in both of you is Mm -hmm. like you can tell that similarity that like that's why you guys have a good Rapport. Rappert. Mine and Alex's with our show, it's been one of the things I've been most pleasantly surprised with and like, oh, this like is a cool thing. Like Alex has directed me in shows before, but like, I don't know, truly, and I'm going to be a little sentimental here for a moment. Alex has in the last few years become one of my closest friends, which is something that like, had you asked me five years ago, like, hey, who was like one of your closest friends as of late? I don't think Alex would have been on my list and I probably wouldn't have been on his. <laughs> he could have said, who are your friends? And I don't know that I would have yeah, made yeah, the like, list even, eventually. Like even when even I was in Alex's wedding, like we were cool at that point. But like, I don't like I don't think we were friends. I think that was more because it was like obviously Holland wanted us to be included in the day, which was really cool. Like well, you and I were definitely cool by that point in time. But I don't think it was till, I don't know, 2019, 2020, like, like we really started. I mean, I talk to Alex now almost every day, like, like in the last Mm -hmm. year to two years, it's really blossomed into a very nice friendship that I'm very fortunate to have. It's a very, it's one of those cool things that just happened over time. We're very different in a lot of ways, but I think we are similar in more ways than we like to admit. (laughs) Alex yeah. is yeah. also a materialistic piece of shit. So he just doesn't want to say it, but he is. Well, true, I was going to say, you guys have. Tees. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, you guys have the air and the water. So I'm both sense. of you. So it makes sense. Um, you talked about five years ago. How do you guys see yourselves? Where do you guys see yourselves in five years? Oh, we'll, probably, we'll, probably get a, we'll probably get a nice house upstate together. Yeah. You um, think? Mm-hmm. That sounds cute. Wear tight baseball pants, buy that Mike Pence Dutch oven from the Home Shopping Network, and uh, pretty much just retire happily. Are we talking talking five years like for our show or five years personally? Either. Both. All of the above. Um, The one thing I like about our show is we don't really have like, this might be like some people might think this is a bad thing. I think it's kind of a good thing. We don't have like some big plan. Like our... As, as far as I'm concerned, our plan isn't like in five years be working for Bally Sports Detroit 
where we're covering mm-hmm. baseball games for the Tigers 24-7. If that opportunity somehow happened, cool. But like, that's kind of one thing I really like about our show is that as much as we care about it when we do episodes, like we like to have fun and somewhat take it serious. Like it is pretty nonchalant. Like we're not doing pages of notes every episode, which I think is what makes it work because it's not, I think there's a lot of podcasts out there in sports things that like people, they want to cover it like with all the stats and the numbers. Mm -hmm. And admittedly, I'm always like, I'm not the numbers guy. Alex is kind of our number numbers guy. Like, and it just, it works that way. Um, I don't really know what the show personally. Um, I don't know. I guess get married. I'd like to be married. Sometimes I think I definitely play it up. that like, I don't want to get married. Fuck that. But deep down, I'd like to be married. It looks like a pretty nice time. Sometimes I just have to stop being such an old curmudgeon and yeah. uh, trying to pretend I don't want. I think we all know deep down I'd like to be married. And it'll happen when the time comes. Uh, kids, though, for real, I'm, I'm kind of like. I, I wanted at one point in time to have a lot of kids, but. The last year or two, I feel like I've slowly kind of been like, I don't know if I want kids, man. A lot of time, a lot of responsibility. At least if I'm married, presuming the woman I find, we'll get to do cool shit together. You add a little rug rat into the mix, then like it it really throws off kind of the, the thing. And also, not to get serious, but the world's pretty messed up right now. I don't have to send my kid to school and like be worried, God forbid, something horrible is going to happen. You know, yeah. so... That's a that's a factor in it too for me personally. Uh, but yeah, I guess married, married, and a good job that I like. Obviously, it'd be something in acting, performing, comedy, something along those lines. Nice, Alex. Yeah, I I felt um, so. I've been doing voice under work for uh, about five yeah. five or six years at this point, um, and I lately, like last year and this year in particular, have felt really on the cusp of that becoming something of that um turning into what have you i've got these two other podcasts that actually pay me money to host the podcast <laughs> which is uh a nice little nice little twist um mm-hmm. plus the audiobook work and all of that and i just i just recently got an agent for voiceover so there's just a lot of uh i'm hopeful that in five years time uh we, we aren't making jokes about me selling selling advertisements for the world's largest theater website uh, because it'll be have just been a past great job that I had, and now I just talk into a microphone for a living. I love it. I love that. Do you guys well, have anything you want to promote or hype up now that we're getting to the end of this torture that you guys have had to go through? <laughs> I mean, I've got an OnlyFans um, where I just picture, post pictures of ceiling fans. Uh, Feel free to check that out. That's actually an idea I have, and if anybody steals it, I'm going to be very angry. I think it exists. That probably does. Um, for, yeah, we've got the podcast at Mitch underscore Trumbull on uh, Twitter, and if you like baseball, and I got a TikTok. I'm recently into TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. Maddie Lego never uh, really encouraged me to get into it. Well, don't um, you dare. She, uh, said, no, she said, my, Luke, it's a waste of your time. Maddie, Maddie was the first person I, you know, I still uh, am very unfamiliar with it. And maybe that's why for so many years I was resistant to it. But I definitely don't have the, the stamina to be like one of these people who's posting something every day. I just, it's I don't, I, I don't, I don't have the stamina nor the desire to do that. But like when something funny in my mind pops up, which happens, you know, fairly frequently, I, I don't mind trying to throw it on camera and 
seeing if people think it's funny. And if they don't think it's funny, well, that's on them. Comedy is subjective. Luke, I really liked your OOTDs when you were doing those on TikTok. I just saw those the other day. Yeah, so I kind of did the the making fun of Instagram influencer things about three years ago when I was living in Chicago. I did like four or five and posted them on my Instagram. And then a nice uh, summer depression pretty much stopped me from wanting to do any of those. Um, and then, yeah, I, I kind of stopped for a while. I still have them. I think they're saved in my archives. But uh, I remember I did... Uh, those your drafts. Yeah, I, I did a uh, I did a I did a trailer reaction for cats. I remember. Oh, I, I love a, that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I ate it. Sit now. That's a good one. Yeah, I did a couple other ones. They were kind of funny, but Finally. the TikTok is fun. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I got some other projects I'm working on on the side, maybe with uh, someone who's on this chat right now. And uh, hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. Um, what are you and Hannah working on? Uh, we're it. starting. Uh, we're starting an OnlyFans of our of us. Actually, uh, we're on the new uh, app called Only Placenta. Uh, it's uh, a <laughs> pretty. It's pretty big. The big placenta. Um, uh, with that transition, I'll plug uh, my my two other podcasts: uh, the Upflip Podcast, U P F L I P. Uh, if you're interested in being an entrepreneur and running a small business, I spend an hour a week with various small business owners uh, in all kinds of industries, uh, learning about how you can like actively get into that industry. Uh, the actual platform itself, upflip.com, is where you can like buy a gas station if you're interested. So check that out if you are. Um, but yeah, check out Upflip. Uh, also the Voyage po podcast. Uh, most, of the, most of it's been focused on Voyage Dallas. So in the Voyage Dallas feed, but if you follow me on socials, Alex underscore S underscore Freeman uh, on all your major platforms, uh, I'll post links as they go because sometimes we're also branching out into Voyage Los Angeles and adding some of the other markets into that as well. And it's not in one unified feed. So that one's a little bit harder to find, but check it out. Interviewing interesting artists and creatives uh, and entrepreneurs from those communities. It's uh, That's my npr ear show that I do. You haven't had me on. I'm an interesting artist. I don't. Uh, I don't book the guests. Uh, well, I just. I just talk to them. So you'll have to. You'll have to message my boss and see if they'll have you on. Fair. I do need to get uh, one Madeline Lego and some of her partners from C6 Studios uh, onto the Voyage Los Angeles podcast. Yes, you do. We've been interviewed for Voyage Los Angeles. Yeah, now we got to do the podcast version. Got to do the podcast. We're ready for you anytime. Do I have to be in some sort of cool up and coming project to be interviewed? Because I, I don't mean to brag, but I recently did some loop lines for an upcoming Dennis Quaid baseball movie. Uh, you will not see my face. You may not even hear my voice. All I know is I recorded a bunch of lines, and I may or may not be in it down the road. Give I us a little. I, can we get a little preview? Uh, yeah. I actually, I was sitting in this exact same seat when I recorded it about two weeks ago. And I just was in a Chili's. Like, in a Chili's. I was in a Chili's in Naples, Florida. So uh, you don't, if you watch the movie, you may hear be like, all right, and the triple dipper, okay, and the baby back ribs. You might hear that in the background. Uh, you know, I did a bunch of stuff. I was doing like, come on, man, turn two. You can do it. <laughs> Throw it home. He's going home. Come on, Ricky. Something like that. So if you hear my voice in this upcoming movie that I may or may not even be in, <laughs> just know it was me. Booked and blessed. Book Incredible. and blessed is right. 
Thanks so much for joining us, you two. It's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Thank you, ladies, for the the whole month of July. Yeah, Yeah. it all caught up. Man, the hard part is when we're in Disney in two weeks, having to record, having to give two hours and 15 minutes of our time. Luke, you're giving away the magic of, of editing. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. No, opinion. but for real, we might have two episodes out of this. It's, it's unfortunately everyone's going to get two episodes out of. So, yeah. don't so tell when them. does when does this one come out? Because I, I gotta I gotta promote it. Um, it won't be this Friday. It'll be next Friday. So okay. it'll be the uh, what's the? I guess the first. Oh, we get Fourth Fourth of July listening. That's prime. Listen, just for you, you guys. guys. Can listen at Disney. I'll listen yep. to this on the plane to Florida. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's the Perfect. worst, the worst route I've ever had to take. It's yeah, my, it's my flight route to Florida. It's terrible. It's rough. Give the people a, a what is it? We go uh, New York to DC to Charlotte to Orlando. So two layovers to get from New York to Orlando. Ooh, that's gross. That's what are what are with these airline prices? Am I right? Good, look. but actually, if I can brag for a second, I don't know if this will make the episode or not, but maybe it should because it's very good content. Um, oh, trying to end this episode for thirty minutes, and we just well, keep we're going. Do- well, about actually, all four of us are from the Midwest, so it's very on par that we can't end this episode properly. Um, I slowly just a little peek behind the curtain. I am going to visit one Madeline Claire Lego at the end of August. Oh, Alex isn't wearing pants. <laughs> Alex is naked. He's wearing tight baseball pants. It's a nice appearance by my thighs in this show. Oh, <laughs> someone's been doing squats. Uh, They're going to have to pay extra for that clip. That's on his OnlyFans. Uh, when I'm going to see Maddie in August, I got round-trip airfare from Sarasota to California for $200 round-trip. I don't know how nice. I pulled it off. Wow. I, do have a lay- I, do have a, I do have a layover in Houston on the way there and the way back, but... Um, I'm I'm very blessed, very grateful. Thank you, Southwest Airlines, where bags fly free. I guess that's who I'd be the spokesperson for, Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in Houston, will you stop by NASA? Of course. And I have to make sure it. there's no asteroids hurling towards Earth. <laughs> so that you can get all caught up on the asteroid situation? Oh. Hey, if you don't believe in the moon landing, you put the ass in asteroid. And that'll do it for this week's episode of All Caught Up. My name is Luke Chaconis, joined by Alex Freeman, Anna Manchow, all caught up and Hi. Madeline Claire Lego. Wow. Thank you That's so much, it. guys. That's it. Better We're than good. what we could do. Thank you. That, what a great episode. Wow, I thank God. I learned a lot. I didn't know what voice underwork was. It's not a thing. That's the, that's the, the main part of it. No, I think I know what it is now. Okay. Um, um, jinx I again. Think, Can we I say think, jinx? Yeah, I think so. Who's that offended? Yeah. No one. Jinx Monsoon of Drag Race? She'd be thrilled. Jinx Monsoon. That's funny. I love those kind of names. Me too. Um, um, all, right. all right. Let's just wrap it. Wrap it up? Let's, yeah. Thanks to our guests. Thanks, Thanks to, to all our, our guests. Thank you to our listeners. God bless them. I mean, we wouldn't be here without you. I, We would, but it's nicer to know that you're out there. Again, Can of Worms is open. You're getting these whether you listen to them or not. 
whether you want to or not, they're here, they're coming, they're not stopping. We're trying to do what we can to entertain you. On top of that, thank you to anyone that followed us this week on yeah. any of the platforms. That was so nice of you to do. Thank you if for you supporting us. If you haven't, go do it. We're on all the platforms. All Every caught single up one. On Instagram, Baby Influencer, on all of them. Follow. Give us a like, a share, a comment. Comment. If you are following, you will find out about maybe a special announcement happening on Wednesday during our other show. Hannah. Which is called Catch Up Only. And that is at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, Central Time. And it's a 20-minute live stream, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And it's a live stream, so anything can happen. Come, come to chat. Come to watch us panic about technology. You know, it's a good time. It's this. We are not always this seamless or funny, frankly. <laughs> Quite frankly, we're boring. And thank we're God for editing. We're awful live, but we're trying to be better. So that's the main It's a part. good test. Should no, we... uh, come join us. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining us. We're back next week with not Luke and Alex. You're welcome. Um, another Western Illinois grad, Shantina Lowe of the Lowe Sisters, will be joining us next week. So... Make sure you uh, pre-save, download, follow, turn on the little bell thing that tells you when a new episode drops. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, Maddie, for doing our outros, as I do not have the skilled talent or off-the-cuff to- off ability, as you can tell. So thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. See you next time. Bye.